Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my News Corp racing journalist colleague, Matt Jones. You'll know him from news.com.au. And of course, Brad Horse Miller, our pro punter, one of the best in the business. Gentlemen, how are you? Yeah, good, Tim. Yeah, good, mate. Today on the show, we'll look at which horses to have a little flutter on and why. We'll have a look at Melbourne and Sydney quaddies and have our best bet of the day. All right, guys, we're going to have three races that we'll all have something on, and then I'll isolate one each for you, one in Sydney and one in Melbourne. But let's have a look at Melbourne, because that's where a large part of the focus is. We'll begin with Flemington Race 6. It's Group 1. It's the Champion Sprint. Brad? It's an absolutely cracking day's racing. Uh, we'll be working on a good track. They're going to put some water on the track tonight, so um, be a good four tomorrow. Probably a chance of an upgrade, I would say, during the day. Uh, first race is the Champion Sprint. Over 1,200 at Wait for Age. Um, we see the Clash of Nature Strip and Giga kicking again out of the Everest. He just confirmed his profile again, didn't he, um, Nature Strip? Just although he had some excuses, he uh, was loomed up in the race. It was a fast race. Uh, looked like he was going to bolt in, but just faded that last 100 metres. Um, he's shown again that he consistently drops his rating second up, then bounces to a peak third and fourth up. So... Um, he's off in his national campaign and a shorter spell, but he just does that every prep. So I'm expecting him to do that again here. He loves a straight. Um, so I've got him clearly the one to beat. Giga Kick is undefeated. Um, terrific winner in the Everest. Uh, although he's already a winner up the straight, do think he might be better around a bend. And I think if um, Nature Strip elevates like he normally would at this stage of the prep, he's going to struggle to beat him this time. Um, and the other one that's in the market, uh, Bella Nipotina, she's improved her rating with every run, uh, each prep at her last two preparations. She ran to a huge career peak to win the Manicato. I was with her there, but I have to be hard against her here. Now she goes up the straight, she's going a wet track to a dry track. So it'll be an amazing performance if she can sort of repeat that or continue on the trajectory that she's on. So I'm, I'm against her this week. So I'm just going to have my $100 a win on Nature Strip at the short price. Um, money made a better price and I'm, I'm hoping he can he can just get the job done. Well, I'm going to have 50 each way on Bella Nipotina. That win was so compelling. Uh, I I know about Nature Strip and Giga Kick and, and Bella Nipotina doesn't deserve absolute out-and-out favouritism, but I thought Kieran Ma had uh, Bella Nipotina absolutely flying. Uh, great form this prep. So 50 each way for uh, Blue Bet at $6. Uh, Matty? If Nature Strip gets even luck. He'll win this race by three lengths at least. He'll smash this this lot. Uh, look, the Everest just didn't set up well for him at all. He had to make up 700 near last. Then run Everest. You can't knock Giga Kick, but Giga Kick was, along with Private Iron, um, a bunch of other horses were just sitting there 
cruising the whole race while Nature Strip was just forced to work a long, long way out. And um, he ran very well to ram where he did. If, with even luck this time, he'll smash this lot and win easy. Giga kicks the undefeated horse. You've got to respect him. He's an Everest winner. Um, gets the weight pull, obviously, at weight for age. He'll run well. He's done well up the straight before. So will Bella Nipotina. Huge win last start. Um, you can't knock it. Drift was a $29 chance, and Mask Crusader was a $41 chance. Amazing. Um, but the other one at odds is in this race, he's not probably going to win, but $51 for Baller looks a bit overs for me, considering what he's done. He's won the Bobby Lewis up the straight, um, ran within two and a half lengths to Private Eye and the Gill Guy. $51 looks overs, but... I'm with Brad. $100 win on Nature Strip. Even luck, he bolts in. Flemington Race 7, Group 1 Champions Mile, Brad. Yeah, what a masterstroke by the VIC, changing this from a from a handicap to weight for age. Terrific field assembled. Um, one of three races on the day, $3 million prize money. Um, yeah, just a terrific race. I like the nine, my Oberon here. Um, the knocks on him at the Valley where he was a little underdone and the wet ground wasn't going to suit him. He jumped well, got dragged back to last. He was three wide, no cover off a really fast tempo. They went absolutely brutal speed up in front. And he just circled them three wide at the halfway mark and put them away. Um, it was an exceptional win. As long as that hasn't flattened him, which is a very obvious risk. You know, he's come across, um, travelled across from Europe. Uh, and then he's running a really fast race. Now he's two weeks into um, another race. That's the only concern for me. But now he gets um, firmer ground and he's obviously going to be fitter from the run. So they're only positives. Um, he's the fresh horse on the scene, gets the blinkers on as well. This is the race I think that they targeted for him. Um, so if he's bounced off that, um, I think he wins and he's probably a Cox Plate horse in the spring. The favourite to Private Eye is just an absolute star. I'm petrified. Uh, I do think he's a 1,200, 1,400 metre weapon, though. The query for me is, can he stretch that brilliance to 1,600? I know he was an Epsom winner in a fast race off a similar prep fourth up. Um, but if you dig a little bit deeper on that, he carried 52 and a half. And he only beat Arameo and Dallasan, you know, by 0.2 and 0.3. And Dallasan carried two and a half kilos more that day. Um, that simply won't measure up here at Wait for Age. Um, he failed in a Golden Eagle on a good track, which suits him. Um, and I'm not sold yet he can match his current ratings that he's spitting out at the mile. So I know he's a much better horse this time in and he's airborne, um, but that's over shorter trips. Um, in saying that, if like Alligator Blood and Tuvalu go slow in front, they're setting this race up for him because if they go slow, he has a turn of foot that... Um, like he just has the explosiveness that nothing will be able to go with him. So I am petrified of him, but I'm working against him. Um, and the four alligator blood, Nelly beat on Thunderstruck over this track and distance three starts ago. He then won the Underwood uh, and he's much better suited on top of the ground and coming back to the mile and he loves Flemington. So I think he can run really well. Um, the only knock on him is I think he's eighth run in for the prep. So I'm going to have my $100 a win on number nine, my Oberon. Yeah, I think Private Eye, uh, Joe Pride's just got him absolutely flying. And I think it'll be a Pride Avdala 
combination to win $3 with Blue Bet, Private Eye. And I love the way that he hits the line over the smaller distances. I think Private Eye will get the chocolates uh, in this one. Matty, what do you think? Yeah, Kenny peaked four runs in a row, though, Private Eye. He had to peak almost to get into the Everest. He had to win that race to get into the Everest, don't forget. And then he peaks in the Everest. Then he... He was very good in the Nature Strip Stakes because he come from behind and they didn't actually go all that quick up front really in the Nature Strip Stakes. So it wasn't like there was excuses for the front runners. He was just too good for him. Um, he's won an Epsom in fast time. I get the knocks on that with the low weight and not beating a lot, but maybe he's also just coming of age too, this horse. I just worry whether he can do it for runs in a row and he's real skinny $2.50 against some of these horses which is pretty skinny I still think he can win the race because he's got barrier 5 so he's going to get that suck run and not he's probably not going to do too much so I think his turn of foot will get him there and he did race over 1300 last start and was flying through the line he's won two races at a mile as well it wasn't just a fluky Epsom so he's well set up Mr. Brightside $11 on Bluebet why? Um, I respect the Cox Plate form more than any form in the country he's a Doncaster winner um, on his best form he's overs there at $11 Cascadian I like the prep for Cascadian um, this is his grand final whereas some of the other horses have run grand finals um, he's had two big wins in lesser grade sure but I think he's proven it um, group one level weight for age two um, I just think there's one that's well overs here that's Kiss Sum at $51 he's a very good horse and he's if he was trained by Chris Waller or someone like that, he'd be a lot shorter than this. But I think Tracy Bartley's, along with David Payne, two of the most underrated trainers in New South Wales. He's flown home against Valana in the Silver Eagle. Didn't make the Golden Eagle field. And Valana, had it drawn a gate, would have been one of the favoured horses in the Golden Eagle. But it, it just drew the car park. $51 the win and $8 the place on Bluebet. It's, it's a juicy price. I'll have 50 on Private Eye just because he's flying and should be able to have the turn of foot to beat them. But 25 each way on Kiss Sum looks too juicy for me. Alrighty, now the champion stakes. I've been on I'm Thunderstruck, Mick Price, Michael Kent Jr. all through the spring and, and, and raced so well um, and bridesmaid on a number of occasions. Has won at Flemington, plays three times this campaign, as I mentioned. And oh, look, I'm going that way for Blue Bet, $4.40. Uh, Zara, Melbourne Cup winner, on I'm Thunderstruck uh, out of the eight. So $100 straight on the nose there, Brad, for me. I'm Thunderstruck in the champion stakes. Yeah, the Clash of the Titans, 2,000 metres, weight for age. Um, geez, what a terrific race again. It's pretty much a repeat of the Cox Plate, just with a few missing and a, and a few extras. The seven Animo, J-Mac just got stuck into him a little bit earlier than usual just to get him around that valley bend without losing ground. That left him a little bit vulnerable late, but he was still too good for them. I was half hoping he wasn't going to be here because our bet in the race, I've backed Mwonga early all in, but it's it's terrific to see the champ line up again. I wish we could just swap the gates with Animo and Mwonga. I think Animo would have been a terrific chance, but Animo just gets the perfect run again. He's, he's likely to be one out, one back, and he's going to be terribly hard to beat. The one I'm thunderstruck, geez, he was good in the Cox Plate. The talk was, you know, if he drew a gate and settles closer, he wins. I don't agree. He loves to settle off them and have something to chase down late. You know, soft suck run is really important for him just to have that elite sort of closing speed at the finish. The start prior, he settled closer, had a head start, and Animo 
ran him down. So I do think Animo is the better horse. This is probably Thunderstruck's best chance to beat him, though. And with Moonga, I just wanted a gate, you know, so he could settle closer. And we cop, you know, gate 11 of 11. If he drew better, I'd suggest he was a really good top three chance and a winning hope. The Cox Plate, unsuitable ground, was heavy. Nash jumped well, but he dragged him all the way back to near last at the risk of being trapped, you know, three deep on speed. Just took it a little bit too long to get stuck into him and he lost further ground hitting his flat spot but charged again late. He ran the second best last 200 in the Cox Plate. That goes with his race best last 200 in the Caulfield Stakes, race best last 200 in the Underwood and he ran the second best last 200 in the Maccabi Diva. So he's absolutely flying. I think Nash will have learned a bit on him last time in his first ride. Uh, hopefully he can just find a spot a bit further forward. But if he does have to go back, I think he'll have him focused up a bit sooner in the race. I think Flemington 2000 and a good track, um, a huge positive to keep him interested. The horse clearly needs to be, but he's going better than ever. And I think he goes to a new peak on a big flat track in 2000 metres. So the way I'm going to play the race, I'm going to take um, Animo and I'm Thunderstruck in the Quinella for $60. If Mama had drawn a gate, as I said, I would have been going heavy, small the win and heavy the place. But I'm going to have a $40 Quinella um, instead with Animo because Animo just loves running top two. So well, he's a winner. So we'll have uh, $60 on the Quinella 7 and 1 and $40 on the Quinella 7 and 3. Alrighty, yeah, I saw Annabelle Neesham being interviewed in a function I was at yesterday and and she's, you know, very happy with Mwanga. And I, I can't believe we haven't mentioned Zaki at this point, have we? Uh, last year, that would have been just unthinkable that we hadn't mentioned Zaki. So what, what do you think, Matt? Well, I think the people that are talking about I'm Thunderstruck reversing, you're hearing it a lot, reversing the result on Animo, only watch the last 50 metres of the Cox Plate. Um, watch the last 1,000. Animo, how long do you reckon, Brad? 300 metres longer he yeah. worked than I'm Thunderstruck? Maybe 400 metres yeah. longer? He went a long way from home. And um, James did it because he's the best horse in the race. And I respect him. He's a fantastic horse. And he'll probably be even better at Flemington. But I still don't see him turning the tables. I think it will still be a close enough race. But Animo, he did a lot more work than I'm, Thunder, I'm Thunderstruck, who just got a complete suck run in the Cox Plate. Didn't do anything. It was a perfect ride and everything was fine. But And that was the way to beat Animo. Hope to nab him late after he did a lot of work, but he still couldn't do it. And I just think um, Animo will have just too much class for him and the market is pretty right there around even money compared to 420 for I'm Thunderstruck. Moanga was huge in the Cox Plate. I get that. $11 looks like a nice price. I know why people will will back him. Uh, Zaki, $8. I think he's probably going as good, but he's certainly not going better than he than he has you know, 18 months ago. I'm sorry with Brad. I just think the Animo and I'm Thunderstruck will run 1-2. I think Animo probably wins by two lengths and I'm Thunderstruck's just behind. And then Moanga, Zaki, those types are another couple of lengths behind. But... I'm going to go the 100. I'm pretty confident they'll run top two. So, um, Animo and I'm Thunderstruck, $100 Quinella. Tim, also, I just wanted to say, yep, yep. Bluebet have a promo. I just saw on the website um, for Animo, if, if the punters are keen on Animo, for him to win by one length or more, you can get um, $4, I think it was. I think it was a $30 max bet, but that's, um, yeah, a good option for the for the Animo 
players there. I'll be doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's a great day of racing tomorrow. It really is. Um, now let's isolate a, a race each for you, Maddie. Um, what about the Five Diamonds tomorrow? It's a good race at Rose Hill. Yeah, if the Five Diamonds was over sixteen hundred meters, I'd be very confident Ellsberg would just win the race. Um, but that extra two hundred meters is a huge three hundred meters. Sorry, from the Five Diamonds prelude is a huge query, and it wasn't his target race. But he's still going so well that I can't leave him out of my numbers. I just like the Cox Plate form um, of Laws of Indices, uh, superior form over two thousand meters to anything in the country. And I think he can get past Ellsberg in the five diamonds in the last 50 metres. Ayrton will run a ripper of a race um, as well. but And so will Dye Mill. Um, but I'm just going to have laws of indices just too strong for Ellsberg in the final stages of the five diamonds. Okay, you got $100 on race five in Melbourne. It's a group two matriarch stakes. Brad, which way are you going there? Yeah, the mare's over 2,000 metres, always a popular race, this one. Um, I think the seven, Foxy Frieda, can run really well. Another one I just wish drew a gate, cop gate 13 here. She's had the three runs back to prepare for this, um, being the grand final, and she's unbeaten fourth up. So this is stronger, but I love the big win over this distance in Adelaide on a good track fourth up last prep. Um, the figure she ran that day has her right in this race. Uh, she's drawn the outside gate, as I said. Just need that three-wide cover card into the race at some stage, but she loves Flemington. She's had five starts at the track for three wins and a second. So I'm going to have $50 a win on her. She's around that sort of $758 mark with Bluebet. Um and the other chances in the race, the four a tissue for Chris Waller. She was super in the Empire Rose without a great deal of luck. Um, she's surging through the line late. The little niggle for me is that she might be better on soft ground, uh, but her run on a good track was um, good earlier in the prep. She was strong late and um, didn't have a lot of luck there. Her only go at this trip was a big win in New Zealand. She's been racing like she's wanted this 2,000 metre trip um, pretty much all prep. I think she's been looking for it. Um, it was going to be a, a two-bet play for me, but she's been smashed. She's been ten dollars into, you know, as low as four forty at one stage. Um, so, the, the another one in the race, five Honey Creeper, very good two starts, but held up Savage the line over sixteen hundred. She ran past Polly Gray there, who's shorter in the market, um, and I think Polly Gray is better suited on a wet track. Um, taken back to last, out to 2,000 last time, never in the race, and now she's second go 2,000. She's a winner, fourth up from the one try, and she's drawn a gate where she can settle a bit closer this time. Um, the 13 Glory Bounds, a Kiwi import for Peter Moody. I thought she was just about the bed of the carnival on Thursday, but they scratched her and saved her for this. Um, I might be wrong, but looking at her replays, I thought she let down better on soft ground in New Zealand. So a firm track would just be a little query for me. Went every bit as good as Foxy Frieda last start on the heavy track um, and third up last prep in New Zealand. She ran a huge peak over 2,000, went a narrow second to three-time Group 1 winner or Group 2 winner and Group 1 place self-obsession. I think she's a mare with a future, but it just might be next prep for her. Um, so the way I'm playing the race, I'm going to have $50 a win on Foxy Frieda at around that $758 mark. And I'm going to box the three mentioned in the Quinella for $50. So seven Foxy Frieda, four a tissue and five Honey Creeper. Alrighty, when we come back, we're going to go through the quaddies in Sydney and Melbourne. Ah. <sighs> 
What a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth graders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. All right, quaddy time. Let's have a look at the first leg of the quaddy at Rose Hill Gardens, and it is race seven, the hot Danish stakes. Maddie. Yeah, typical Phillies and Mares race. Hard to pick one. Electric girl on fire at the moment. Um, hard to say why she isn't favourite, $3. Um, look, I'm just going with a... I'll have her in my numbers, of course, but a bit of value here, the three, Jamea. Um, $12 on Bluebird. I think that's a nice price considering it's getting back on top of the ground. Um, also, I want, want to have in there Samut, just on fire, that horse at the minute. She's a belter as well, so... First leg of the quaddy will be 1, 3, 10, 12. All right. The first leg of the quaddy in Melbourne is the champion sprint. Uh, Brad? Yeah, so pretty keen on nature strip, but I am going to put in the four giga kick, the undefeated three-year-old gelding. Um, does scare me a little bit. Just in case nature strip has an off day, I'll chuck him in one and four. Second leg in Sydney is the five diamonds, which you've spoken about, Matt. Yeah, second leg of the quad is the five diamonds. I'll have to put Ellsberg in there. He'll he'll look the winner for a long way. For, from Laws of Indices, Rustic Steel and Ayrton. So I'll just put in one, two, three, four. Champions Mile, second leg in Melbourne. Yeah, trimming this one up again, I'm pretty keen on the nine, my Oberon. Um, I think he's a very good horse. The two private eye, petrified of it, and four alligator blood gets the gun run up on speed, suited back in trip and on top of the ground. So nine, two, and four. What about race nine in Sydney, Matt? Yeah, I only see the first three in the market winning this. That'll be I Am Me, Coco Rocks, and winning verse. So we'll just go um, one, three, and four for the third leg. Third leg in Melbourne is a champion stakes. Yeah, so we've got the weight for age champion, um, Seven Animo. Uh, putting in the one, I'm Thunderstruck. And, yeah, I'm just really keen that, to see how three Mwonga goes. I think he can run really well. So seven, one and three. What do you reckon about this Randvit handicap, the final leg of the quaddy at Rose Hill Gardens? Matt? Annika is coming into this fresh. I love the trial. Bella Rouge will be much better second up. Um, drawn wide but will be flashing home Iron Lethal's on his last chance in my view but I've got to put him in there so four, six, seven for the last leg of the quaddy and what about for you the last leg in Melbourne uh, Brad? yeah the six taunting is a classy animal uh, held up and checked at a key stage at the valley uh, but he does go up in grade and up in weight after running second which I don't love 
Um, drawing wide up the straight, J-Mac on. He's the one with the upside. 20 Traporti, I think last look this morning, needed one more scratching and he's in the field. He ran a huge career peak first up last prep. This track and distance um, went second to Star Patrol. First up again here. Uh, he's around that sort of $9, $10 mark. One at a good price, 16 Lem Picker. Uh, comes through a stronger race at Caulfield, second up. Loomed and just peaked on the run there. The winner actually ran a flashing second in this race last year. Now Peak Fitness third up. She goes from listed grey back to a benchmark 80 and drops in weight. So that's a pretty good setup for a, for a horse that's about $26. Um, if Newitt can just get a suck run into the race and just let her rip the last 300, she's a good chance at a price. The 14 hypothetical around that $10 mark is just a winner. Now three wins from four starts, drops three and a half kilos in weight. Um, meets fine data, fine Dane better off at the weights for actually beating it. Um, and was a bit arrogant there, three, four wide, no cover. And the win actually rated pretty well for a benchmark 64, goes up in grade here. Another one at a big price, eight turbos, 50 to one. Um, he's never seen the straight or the 1100, but he's run at Caulfield first up last prep, suggests it'll suit him. He's gone well fresh in the past um, without winning. 17 along the river, another one at a decent sort of price, around $12, good win, two starts back. Um, was going like the winner, but just got chopped out of a run behind direct, and that ties in the form through the favourite, Taunting. And another one, I'm not sure, I think it's short enough at $7, pick of Rones, but comes into this race off the same setup as last year, 1,400 back to 1,100, where she was only beaten 1.6. Um, goes up two kilos this year, but she comes in off a win. So I've got 6, 20, 16, 14, 8, 17, and 10. So we've got some value in there. Alrighty, when we come back, we've got our best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Best bet of the day. Well, I, I really like Ellsberg. I just think that Ellsberg will get the job done. Winner of the last two at Randwick, won three times at Rose Hill Gardens, ideally suited. Uh, this is a very good track uh, tomorrow into $2.45 now, squeezing into a very tight price. But I think at $2.45, uh, Ellsberg, um, number one in uh, race eight is my best bet of the day. Matt, yours? Seven weeks in a row, listeners. We're going to get it again. Now, I'm sorry they haven't they haven't been long prices, but this time of the year, you just I've backed Animo every start, and he's made me a heap of cash. They just win the best horses. Animo will, I think, win again, but I think at this stage of the prep, third up, Nature Strip will make you will double your money on Saturday. So put all your cash on Nature Strip. He'll win. What What about you, Brad? Yeah, I found it really hard to find a best bet on the day. Um, I hate tipping $2 shots. Uh, I thought Nature Strip was a good thing. Um, Aesop, you know, I thought was potential to be best bet, but I just hate the fact that he's pulled up with uh, with issues last time and poor recovery and lame. So um, that's not a, a horse I want to be steaming into. What I'm going to do is race three. I think there's some betting opportunities um, on a few horses and we can do a, a Dutch sort of style bet, which is um, backing uh, a few horses to win a similar amount. 
um, and you'll get about $4 plus. So I'm with a few that have drawn wide, meaning I'm thinking at least two of them will get a three wide card into the race. And that's traditionally a really good spot to be at Flemington from the 1400 start. Um, as those sort of three wide off midfield can get moving from the 600 and runners back on the inside can sometimes get cluttered up and sort of miss the boat. So um, it's an open race. Uh, the three Angry Skies uh, is the favourite. It's around that sort of $6.50 mark. Good track run went back from a wide gate um, and is wide again here. Made his run on the inside to finish alongside Elliptical and Fortune Teller in that race. Um, Elliptical's gone right on with things. Ran second in a group one and Fortune Teller ran a nice third in the Carbine Club last start. I like him staying at the 1400. Don't think he'll run the mile. Um, just wish he drew a gate, could settle closer. But uh, Winkers go on first time. And if he gets that three wide run, he's definitely the one to beat. And then the two at price is the four Kings Consort, which is sort of close to $20. Um, stay down the inside in the worst ground at Moody Valley. Home second best last 200 behind Sajardin and Sweet Ride. Ran the ninth best last 200 of the meeting there in a slow run race. I thought he was really powerful through the line. Um, comes back a better horse this time in. I like the booking of Zara. Again, looking for that three wide cover. Hopefully gets makes his run with Angry Skies. And second up in his debut trip, he improved his rating by 20% at Caulfield to win. Um, and if he can improve that first up effort by 5 to 10% this time, I think he probably wins and he's a big price. And the roughy I think, that can really jump out of the ground is the 17 get-up girl from the Clinton McDonald stable. The debut figure said she needs to improve, but she did all of her best stuff in the last 200 to win at Mornington. So the ceiling for her is a bit unknown, stepping to 1400. The unicorn looked home, but she just let down with a beautiful last 200, best of the day, and grabbed her right on the line. That filly then won her maiden by three and a half lengths, improving her rating at her next start. Um, another good hope drawn wide, but hopefully get that nice three wide cover run. And she's, uh, well, she was 30 to one and she's just been backed. She's into about $26. And they're all in race three in Melbourne. All in race three. Yep. That's it for what I'm backing and why make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Matt. Bluebet, the holy owned Aussie bookie. And thank you to you, of course. Thanks to Brad. Hopefully we've found you a couple of winners in there. We'll see you next week. Cheers, boys. See you guys. Building. Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience Podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience Podcast on your favorite podcast app.